Welcome to the Point Noted Podcast with your host, Johnny B, and co-host who shows up whenever he wants to, former NFL player, Rashad Barksdale. It's raw, unfiltered, and no topic is off-limit. We talk sports, entertainment, culture, and a whole lot of random shit. Let's get to the point. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Point on the Podcast, and I'm your host, Johnny B. So I know you're thinking, where's Rashad? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Where is Rashad? You know, you're out there tripping and slipping, doing this thing. My man is mid-30s, but 24 over 40 tournament that he can't participate in until he's in his 40s. So, like, bro, you can't train five years for a tournament you're not going to be part of anytime soon. Like, just chill. Come play with the young fellas, but that's what I do. I play with the young dudes, them 18, 19, 20s. They look at me like, oh, man, he an old man. I'm going to tell his ass up. But nah, nah, young blood, you going to get this whooping. You going to get this work. That's how I roll. So I got to put Rashad up on game so he can get on that. Um, so what's going on out there, man? It's the weekend. It's beautiful out here. Out here in New York, we're in the mid-60s. We're probably touching 70s, so I'm excited about that. I'm going to get a chance to go out there. I uh, went around a little bit, did some workout. I know a shot can make in front of me because I got the Peloton bike and I'm, I got the mirror workout. Look, I'm just trying to do what I got to do to stay in shape, right? I don't have all that equipment he has in his garage, lifting and doing crazy lunges and crazy squats. I'm, I don't have that. I'm not pushing cars and pushing tires around to get fit. So I got to do mine a little more subtle. So I got the mirror workout, doing my yoga, my Pilates, my stretch workout, and I hop on the Peloton bike, and I do like a 25 sneak right. So if you got a Peloton bike, you know what I'm talking about. It's a beautiful thing, man. If you can do the classes, you can actually just ride and just watch a scene of somewhere in like Europe or California or some just really, really nice side where somebody already like got a video of it. So you're just looking at it, and it feels like you're actually out there riding around, you know, and just like you're part of that, you're part of that scene. It's a beautiful thing. If, you, if you've never tried that, you got to j- jump on that uh, and get that going. Uh, so, but what are we talking about today, though? So, you know, let's let's get to the point a little bit. There's a few things out there uh, going on. Um, so the NBA is thinking about canceling the season, which obviously uh, LeBron's not feeling that. Uh, I think the league is looking at canceling the season uh, and then hopefully they can start a new season on time. But if they do have to, you know, resume the season, then they might have to not start the new season until December. Look, as fans, we want the games now, right? I want to be able to turn the TV on, uh, watch the Knicks, watch the Nets. I know you're thinking, where the hell watch the Knicks? Listen, they're still fun. They may be a disaster, but we New Yorkers, we still like to watch our team. So I like to get on there, at least watch the Knicks play, the Nets play, uh, you know, the Lakers, the Clippers, um, you know. But like Brian said, no, we don't want this season to be canceled. We want this season to come back so we can finish out the season. Let's finish out what we started. There's no point in us canceling the season. But I get it, right? I get it. Because what Brian is thinking is, look, we just beat the two best team in the league right before COVID-19 got all crazy on us, right? Back-to-back games. Beat the Clippers and beat the Bucks, right? So, the Lakers got this new feeling like they went from, yeah, we can win the season to shit. We might actually win the season. We we just beat the two best team in the league, at least according to popular opinion. 
right? So let's bring the scissor back so we can pick it up where we left off and hopefully we can get a ring. But not so fast, my G. Not so fast. Just think about it. The Clippers already beat the Lakers twice this year before the Lakers actually got one, and that was a close one. The Lakers got destroyed in Milwaukee, right? We forgot about that, and we start talking about, oh, they're, they're like top of the league because they just beat the two best team in the league. No. What about the other game with the loss? They, in my opinion, they're still the top five team. Right? I still think the best team in the league uh, is the Bucks, the Clippers. Uh, then, yeah, you put the Lakers in there, the Naruto, uh Toronto in there. Uh, and honestly, after that, is anybody's guess, really? You know, who's number five? I don't know, the Celtics maybe? Can't be the Sixers, right? So, but not so fast, man. The Bucks and the Clippers, they are a really good team. I don't see the Lakers beating them in a the seven-game series. Uh, that game's going to go six or seven with the Clippers to the Bucks winning. You know, Lakers are nice. They look good, but I'm just not sure they're going to be able to put that Muster that energy together to be able to beat the Bucks and, and beat the Clippers in a seven-game series. Now, obviously, the strategy was to save LeBron early, put him on Giannis. He can handle Giannis, right? He's still quick enough to slide. He's strong enough to not get bullied by Giannis. And he's a smart guy, so he knows how to play defense, use his age, use his length, use everything he's learned over the last 15 years, 18 years, whatever has been in the league. So I think that's a really good strategy there. Uh, to have LeBron wait till the second half, third or fourth quarter, to start playing D on LeBron on uh, Giannis. Otherwise, it would have probably fouled out early. And he got AD on him. And I think AD uh, pretty much, you know, he got his buckets. So that's a good thing right there. But you have to expect the Bucks to make changes to that. If they don't, then coach got to go. The same thing happened with the Bucks last year against Toronto. They never made adjustment, right? Toronto decided we're going to pack it in, let Kawhi guard Giannis, and let uh, Saikam, uh, what's my boy's name? Ibaka, Gasol, and everybody else packing and wait for that drive. He still got 30 every game, or damn near 30 every game, but it wasn't as easy and efficient like he usually does, right? So the Bucks cannot, and I repeat, the Bucks cannot let that happen again this year. You cannot let teams just pack it in, and then you have no other way to get easy bucket, and Gianni still has to drive it in head down, trying to get bucket. So if they don't fix that, then two things have to happen. They got to make a lot of roster changes. I'm talking two new starters, shooters, preferably. Or the coach might have to go so they can figure another way to change Giannis' um, training method and his offensive repertoire. Uh, but, yeah, I know there's rumors out there. A buddy of mine texted me and said, listen, man, Giannis needs to go to the Warriors where you have shooters around him. He's got Draymond as his fourth. Giannis playing small forward. You got Steph. You got Clay. You know, they're going to have another guy, a bunch of young guys in there. They can win five straight. Yeah, maybe. But I don't see Giannis living. And I know everybody say, I'm not living. I want to be here. You know, I want to play 20 years here like Kobe did for the Lakers or like everybody else did or like Reggie did for the Pacers. I want to stay here and win a championship here. But, and honestly, I believe when the guy said that, they meant it. But, you know, things happen, man. And people change, right? So, personally, I don't see... Gianna's living, but if he does, I get it. But for now, I'm sticking to my uh, to my opinion that he's not living. He's staying right there. They just got to get the players around him, man. You got Chris Middleton. They got some, got some, yeah, you got some really, really younger guys on that team. Just got to add a little bit more firepower. And it's crazy saying that because they are like a top three offensive uh, team in the league. But you know how you score points, but it's really how you score it. But like you know how you can score, 
but really, can you score when it when the game matters? Like, but you're doing all of that because you're running and gunning, and you got Giannis getting easy access to the bucket. But when teams start closing that space, can you still score though? That's the issue. It's not that they can't score, but can you still get those easy buckets when the the likes of the Raptors and the Lakers and the Clippers pack it in? Because those teams got length and they know how to play compact defense. So Bucks gonna figure it out, and I think they're gonna be fine if they do. But we're not gonna slip on the uh, on the Clippers either, man. That's a great squad. That is a really good squad. Uh, PG's getting better. Shout out to my boy PG, man. Been in fan since day one, and of course. Kawhi, Tim Kawhi all day. They're coming Kawhi for a reason. If you don't know, now you know. Baby, baby. All right, so, so that's some NBA stuff for you, man. I'm really hoping they can come back because I want to see the season get back on winning something to watch. I'm tired of seeing horse racing on TV. I don't even know who the hell these horses are, man. They're just they're on TV every goddamn weekend. Uh, you know, But it's good to see some of these old NBA games coming on TV. NFL knows got some stuff we can watch. But goddamn, I want to see some new games, man. Some new games to watch. I'm tired of this. You know what I'm saying? So, but speaking of athletes, uh, if you heard the last episode with Rashad and I, so we were talking about uh, athletes, right? Why are we athletes? Why, why are these kids going to college to play ball and then go to the league to play ball? Is it for the money? Right? And then when you get to the league, be it NBA or NFL, are you just there to make money? Are you there to make Pro Bowl? Are you there to win? Because really, I mean, look, everybody would say, I want to win championships, right? But are you making moves towards winning championships? And what does that really mean, making moves towards winning championships? Right. So Rashad's arguing that, you know, he's okay being an average player in the league and getting five, four rings. But who the hell wants to be in the league from day one and decide I want to be an average player? Like, like who the fuck in the league thinking, oh, I'm going to go to the NBA? Just make me the sixth, seventh man. Let me get paid, get a couple of rings, and I'm good. I don't know what feels like that. No one thinks like that. No one. Absolutely no one. I'm not going to the league thinking, oh, I'm going to get in the league. I'm going to go in the league. I'm going to be the sixth, seventh man off the bench. I'm going to play with a bunch of superstars, win some rings. But guess what? No one remembers you getting a ring. Eddie House, great shooter. Celtics, won the ring. We don't talk about Eddie House. Right, there was a bunch of cats on that Celtics team that won the ring. Who do we talk about when we're talking about the Celtics team? When KG joined them, right? We're talking Rondo, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, KG, and sometimes oh, the league is about stars, right? So I'm not trying to go in the league thinking to myself because I want to win the ring. All I care about uh, is being on the team that's gonna help me win the ring. So I'm okay being seventh best player on my team, especially when you're top ten draft pick. That's not the point, right? You want to go in there. So you got James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and KD. Could those three have stayed together? Possibly. But would those three have turned into what they are today? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We saw how better improve and the type of player Russell became when KD left. KD never changed. Still the same sniper. Right. Still the same slim ripper. Still the same killer. Love his game. And in OKC, I was a big KD and Russ fan. Just love how they both play. Opposite type of player, but they were just killers, straight up. Right? But Russ would have never become an MVP or be the type of triple-double player he was if KD was still there. And let's not act like they didn't win with him doing that. They did. They got to the playoff. 
but it was just hard for him to do that and for other players to get involved. That's a coaching thing, not Ross, right? And then James Harden would have never become an MVP, would have never become the beer that he is today, would have never changed the game the way he did it today, where, you know, shooting those threes and those step backs and is a threat every single time he touched the ball, kind of like how Steph changed the game. Those things would have never happened, right? So why would James Harden want to just settle for being one of the three when he can be the man on his own team and contend for championship? Like, championship is not guaranteed. All three could play together and have an injury every single year, which could have derailed their uh, their opportunity and their path to being champions. KD could have got hurt, leaving Russ and Harden to fight for it, and then they lose in the playoff. Russ could have got hurt, or Russ and Harden could have got hurt. Really, I think the right thing for those boys to do, yeah, they could have played another year or two together, probably, right? I mean, because they just went to the finals, they probably could have tried again or whatnot. But I'm just saying we would have never got these three superstars that we have today if they had stick together. And I know what you're thinking, but the Warriors did it, right? But the Warriors did it. And then KD came in and the Warriors did it with four, four stars. Nah, the Warriors had an identity. Clay was a straight shooter. It's easy to play with shooters. Guys are just catch and shoot. When you're talking about Russ, KD, and James Harden, not all those three were not just catch and shoot. They were all ball handlers, right? I mean, KD can play without having a pound of rock, but all three dudes need the ball in their hand, none of them to be, you know, to have fun and to do what they do best. We see how James Harden play, and we see how Russ play. So that wouldn't have worked. But Clay fit in perfectly with Steph because Steph pound the rock a lot. Right, but Clay just be waiting like a sniper. Right, just waiting, catch it, flick the wrist, let it go. None but bucket. Right, just so easy to play with a guy that does that. So it's really two different things. But like I said, as an athlete, you're not coming in the league and thinking, "Oh, I want to win a championship." So what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna set it for being average. I'm gonna set it for being the fifth, sixth best guy, whatever team draft me. Guess what? You would never be that. If you come in with that mentality, you would never be that. When you have a low expectation of yourself, you will probably finish lower than you expected, than you think you can be. But if you have a high expectation, then yeah, you know, you're going to line higher. Mm. Or you can be right there in the middle. But you cannot come in into my, oh, I want to win the ring, so uh, let me go in and uh, hop on this team. And then you got a team drafting you top five. You're out there talking crazy out of the side of your neck, talking about, yeah, I just want to have a six points a game, five rebounds, you know what I'm saying? Put me on the bench, let's sip some Kool-Aid, talk with the other guys on the bench. When you need me, I'm ready. Nah, nah, fuck that. We're not drafting you for that. We could get anybody else to do that. Anybody else. Hell, we got guys on the bench not doing that. The hell we're drafting you for, right? Nah. So athletes wants to win, but when you drafted high, your priority your goal, your potential for being that high of a draft pick is to come in and take over a franchise. And that means we can build around you. So that means we're going to have you averaging 2010, somewhere on that, right? All-star, you know, uh, all first team All-NBA, second team All-NBA, whatever. We're going straight to the playoffs. We're going to the finals. We're getting a chance to win one or two. That's what it is, right? I'm not drafting you to come sit on my bench. I can get that from guys in the D-League right now, from guys overseas. I can go draft a dude from high school and he can do that, right? So, Rashad, if you're listening, right, we need to correct that mentality of yours. Want to be average and average seven points. I'm not having that, right? So, 
from this moment on, you're no longer going to be in my basketball team. Because now I get it. This is why we've been losing all those tournaments. I'm passing you the rock, and you just straight up just dribbling in nowhere. Right? So you and Richard are no longer on my team. I'm tired of y'all losing. You know, I have a winning mentality, but every time I play with y'all, we do is lose, man. I'm not passing no more. Matter of fact, I'm not playing with y'all no more. I'm getting Aggie on my squad, and we're good. Because all Aggie wants to do is get buckets. All right? So, Rashard, you've been noted, man. You're off my team. All right? You can be any other team. You can get this 30, I'm going to drop. Because you know that's what I do. I drop 30 every single time. There is no stopping it. Right? Um, so, another thing we got to touch on, uh, snitching. Is it really snitching when you're helping your friend understand it's being done wrong? Right? It's not. It is not. If I see my dude's girlfriend on his side, switch with another dude, it is my responsibility and duty to tell my guy. Matter of fact, I'm taking pictures. I'm recording the audio of what they're talking about. I'm going to stop following them. I'm telling straight up because I got to protect my dude. That's my dude. You can do whatever he wants with this girl after I tell him. Right? That's what I'm supposed to do, protect my friends. So if I see him being done wrong, I'm going to step in because guess what? If somebody is swinging on my buddy and I'm there, what am I doing? I'm swinging, right? I'm jumping in, breaking up a fight, right? Or helping him out. He's getting beat up. So what's the difference? If I see his girl cheating on him, why can't I step in and be like, yo, your girl's foul. Your girlfriend is foul. She wilding out. She out here. She for the streets. You got to let that go. Got to go to church and find you a new girl. One of them girls is sitting in front. Covered up. Right? We get you one of those. Right? Listen, this whole thing, we got to get it. We got to get it right, man. It's, it's not snitching when you're trying to protect your family or your friends. Right? And I'm not telling you to go tell on drug dealers and gangsters and then you get in trouble. That's not, I'm not telling you that. That's on you how you want to handle that. Right? But I'm talking about relationship-wise. If I see my girl boyfriend cheating on her, I'm telling her. And if I see my dude's girlfriend cheating on him, I'm telling him. Because that's family. Anything else that involves the cops, well, you just figure it out what's best for you and yours. I'm not here to tell you how to handle it because uh, I'm not getting fun of that. No. It's in too many movies. And uh, it didn't handle well with a lot of people to be telling. So I'm not here to tell you what to do in that. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Right? So, uh, but for y'all who live in New York, you understand that uh, things are getting shut down. Um, the school year is over. If you have kids, that's tough. Uh, I can only imagine how crazy they're driving you at home. Uh, so no school for the rest of the year, nine to the four. They're trying to figure out how to handle this whole COVID-19 situation for the for the four year. Uh, it's going to be really interesting how, um, what kind of solutions they come up with. Uh, and for me, you know, coaching is tough because I love to coach. Uh, if you know me, you know I'm coaching U16 soccer boys. Uh, I'm coaching U11 soccer boys. And I'm a college soccer coach. So, so it's kind of tough to, uh, uh, to to think about what's going to happen in the fall. Am I going to be able to coach? Uh, right now, I'm not even thinking the spring season for my U16 boys is going to happen. The league has been suspended indefinitely. Uh, not sure when it's coming back. Because when they do come back, how are we really approaching this? Are the players wearing masks while they're playing? That's not safe. That's not healthy. Am I wearing a mask on the sideline? 
I mean, I'm, I'm not doing that. You know, it just doesn't look right. Am I playing with a mask on? No. You know, so and in the fall, I guess we thought, you know, we're talking about September, October. So that's a few months away. Uh, will it be different? Possibly. Hopefully we can get out there and play and I can coach and the college season can continue. Uh, and some of the college coaches I spoke with uh, seems to be planning on the season happening. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not really sure if it's going to happen or not. Uh, but I hope it does because we definitely we need to get back to some similarity of normalcy uh, and pick up where we left off. And it's not going to be the same, but at least we can be out there and trying, man. Uh, so y'all got to keep trying, stay safe, uh, keep your family close, wash your hands, uh, keep those masks on, keep those gloves on. If you don't have to go there, don't go. Uh, try not to congregate anywhere else. I'm seeing a lot of people out there, man, going to the bitches and, uh, going to parties and park and just exposing themselves, man. I don't understand it, man. Y'all think the government is holding you back. They're just trying to save lives, man. I just don't understand how dumb we can be. Like, the government is not holding you back. They're not trying to keep you away from living. What's the, what they got to gain from doing that, right? What does Trump have to gain from telling you to stay home? What does the state of New York gain from doing that? Nothing. They're getting absolutely nothing. They're saving lives, which is for you, for you and I, right? for my friends and family to be safe. So when they tell you stay home, wear gloves, wear mask, yada, yada, yada. They're not telling you that to control you. Like all these numbness out there telling you they're trying to take your rights. No, fuck that. You dumb. If you think this whole thing is about keeping people down and taking your rights away and coming to take your guns, you dumb. And you're crazy. You know what I'm saying? And you don't deserve to have a gun either. If that's how you feel about it. It's just nuts. Now, people in Michigan protesting and all that. You know, all these white militias go into the government house and government offices with a gun. Man, black man can't even put his hands in his pocket without getting shot. You got dudes out here carrying in a government building. It's just crazy, man. America's one wild-ass place, boy, I tell you. But I'm not going to run in there. That's for another topic, another episode. Uh, so, listen, appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, follow on Twitter at PT Noted on Instagram. I point noted one word. Uh, and I think uh, my and I think a pizza note on Instagram as well. You can find us on there. Uh, Twitters, check us out. Uh, send your messages up here, man. We try to read it. Uh, if you got any topic you want to shout tonight to talk about, or you want me to run about, just let me hear it. I got you, uh, and I'll pop it out here for you, man. We got some really, really interesting interviews coming up. So please, while you're listening, hit the follow button, subscribe button, Spotify, iTunes. Twitter, we there, we everywhere, man. Follow the movement, support the movement. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Be part of this, man. And uh, you know, one love, man. All right, you've been noted. Let's get it cracking, y'all.